I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello everybody and welcome back to part two of Vicky Patterson The Secret 2. I am joined by the incredible Judy Love this week and honestly she is everything I want in a guest. She is funny, she is warm, she is articulate. Like, I just want you to stay forever, Judy. Oh babes, I'll be back, don't worry girl. All right. <laughs> yes! But I mean I can't keep you all to myself because I know how much of a busy woman you are as well as your stint on MasterChef. You're also a pretty successful stand-up comic. I mean I know you're not the type of two your own horn but girl i'd give it a fucking blow i would give it a blow now i do love the stand-up i think stand-up is is my first love you know obviously we've just had this year of not being able to do live performance and i did a few a couple of months ago and you get that nerves before going on stage and i went on stage and it was like boom this is where i belong you know and <laughs> your it, body just came alive yeah and i think i realized comedy you know working so many different jobs when I was younger and you know some of them I'd stay in for a little while some I'd leave and the one consistent thing throughout all of my working career is that I was always making other people laugh and I was like someone said to me jeez I don't know why you sh- I think you should try and do comedy and I was like no nah, girl <laughs> seeing that busting joke with my brethren is different than actually writing shit and um <laughs> that was the love so yeah I do I planned to do my one woman show last year I had done some beforehand which had been sold out at the Shaw Theatre so you know hopefully this year or next year we're going to go on tour and I'm you know still in writing of that and it's it's just it's just a nice way to connect to people but I think it's a nice way to talk about stuff as well that's happening without punching it down anyone's throat you know you can if we can laugh about the stuff that you might do secretly or your the things that you have got that that makes you think of stereotypes a little bit prejudice and all the rest of it but we can laugh together and you can go oh my gosh I think I think like that that's more going to teach you something than me ramming it down your throat it's a nice alternative approach to getting people to think about their actions potentially right is that yeah I know what you mean I know what you're saying and over the last year or so you must have managed to come up with so much new material because it's been a bit of a shit show dude it really has what a year it's been, hasn't it? I mean, I, I have written up some new stuff and, and, and just more of observation of how we've handled this last year and, and what it what it's done for me, how it's made me think about my life. And I think that's really where I want to concentrate on. I don't want to mention the big COVID word too much 
but more about how we've transitioned out of it and where, what's life going to be now. Because we've had a lot of time to think. I think, I, you know, we probably had a lot of time to drink as well, to be honest with you. Oh, mate, honestly, I had to limit myself to one day a week because I was just... Without... I'm someone who thrives on routine and structure. Right. And without that in my life, like, I just went full... Like, I went feral very fast. Like, it took me no time at all to fucking stay in my pyjamas all day and have a glass of wine before 11. I just remember my kids taking the bin out and I just could hear, click, cling, click, cling, cling, click, cling, 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 click, cling, cling, cuckoo. And I thought, no, 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 this don't, this don't sound too right. Click, cling, cling. And when my friend was doing a shop run, like we'd take turns for runs, like who was doing what run. And she'd be like, I'm in, I'm in the shop, babes. What wines? What wines? <laughs> Do you want? And I'm like, this girl ain't asked me funny butter. She ain't asked me funny bread. Do you know what I mean? It was like, what wines? And, and it, so, yeah, I thought, okay, okay, girls. We need to... Uh, that's, a, that's a good friend, that Judy. Like, I'm you, telling give you. Her, give her a juice. She knows you. She, she, knows, knows, she you. knows me, babe. So... You've got this little motto of yours and it is laughter is healing. And I just wanted to know what that means yeah. to you. Laughter is healing. I, I felt, you know, there was a period in my life where it was a really dark period. And I, I think through all things, you know, for I was a child carer, you know, really bad breakup, having, you know, losing my mum when I was pregnant and breaking up and, and work life balance and, 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 just struggling and through all of those bits, you know, friends going through really bad situations and health implications for other family members, through all of those stuff, there was always mm. laughter in there and that got me through to the next thing. And then when I was in my darkest place, I started, that's when I started a bit of comedy and I felt like when I got on the stage, that's when I felt alive, that's when I felt like yeah. purposeful, that's when I felt present and I just wanted that for other people. Like, I just thought to myself, there was one day I worked in a, a really severe uh, residential mental health unit. And um, I'd say about 12 residents. And I mean, severe, severe, like, you know, severe in the sense where the highest security and safety um, yeah. measures was in there. And I'm working with three other therapists. We'd have therapy as a team in the morning then group therapy with the residents and then therapy at lunchtime and then therapy and then therapy. So this was real intense. And um, I remember being in the kitchen with about 12 residents and we're talking all different kinds of psychosis. Uh, some have been in the system for six years, 12 years, you know. Um, Gosh, okay. And... Um, we were sitting down and I made them dinner, made some cooked with me and was cooking and so on. And I was just talking and I was busting joke. I didn't even realise I was busting joke. And, oh, it makes me feel emotional. Ooh. And um, all 12, some that wouldn't even communicate as much, were all laughing. Oh, were laughing, geez. laughing. Yeah. And one of the guys, oh, Oh, take a second. One of the guys, oof, one of the guys who was one of our most severe clients turned to me and said to me, he laughed until he cried and he, t honest, he turned to me and he said to me, you made me laugh and forget that I had a psychosis for that 10 minutes. Oh. 
and that <laughs> Judy. <laughs> I, I, Mate, it's life changing, isn't it? It, it? it it when I stood there and saw everybody laughing and 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 I thought to myself, okay, I I can help people in this way, but I could also help people through laughter on a stage. What about the people who are feeling depressed and they're not going to the doctors? What about the people who's just lost a loved one and now, you know, everything's done, family's gone back to normal? What about those people that's battling with things? Like, if I can do this on a stage instead of in just a structural place, a structural um, form, you know, a legal form, then maybe that's what this is about. And it was that that I thought, okay, I want to help people. Uh the same way like people for their medication I want to help it with laughter and that's definitely something that yeah pushed me and that's for me what you know laughter is healing yeah that like pivotal moment for you like was was that the moment where you just thought no I this could be something more this is more than just writing jokes like this is more than just having a joke with friends or or making people smile a bit at work I could parlay this into something that helped more people I think that and when my mum passed away and when she was passing we call it traveling in Jamaica so she's like taking her last few breaths in that day the day before and I was doing an impression of my auntie and she laughed my (laughs) mum laughed she laughed oh, as she was passing. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Well, if you're about to meet Jesus, Mum, and I can make you laugh, maybe, maybe I should be on the stage. <laughs> you know, tell Jesus hi. But maybe I should be on the just meanwhile you're nearly meeting him. Can you ask Jesus? Yeah, should I get on the stage with this? Just one quick thing, Mum. One quick thing, Mum. Okay, all right. Can you just can you just ask God? If I should be doing this professionally, and I, and, I know you've got the, a lot on your plate right now. Uh, right but now, could you just? Could, you're my mama. Just do this with me, mummy. Okay. Uh, and, and look, that's the responsibility of mums all to the end. Yeah. And um, I think that was her way of like, you know, her laughing. Um, you know, she's travelling as we call it, but she was still semi-conscious. Be able, she, you know, her eyes were fully closed by them, and mm. but she was still present enough to have that energy to just laugh and I was like I don't I don't need nothing else that that there and that those two things I was like okay I'm I'm gonna try this and and here we are almost like a last act was a proper seal of approval Judy wasn't yeah. it like do you know what I mean literally like, that, that was really that nice. was my that was the last bit of communication with my mum she died like maybe four hours or so after that I'm so sorry. It's so sorry, right, Julie. Oh, man. But, like, it sounds to me as though, like, you are, you've used, co- like, comedy as a sort of coping mechanism throughout, like, over the years. And in yeah. turn, you've turned it into a bit of a catharsis. Mm-hmm. Oh, What's the word catharsis mean, girl? Slow down, would you? Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, fuck off, Judy. Didn't give us that. It's like cathartic, like a therapy. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> You're just trying to catch me out, but it's not even a word. You bastard, Judy! You bastard! <laughs> oh, I'm gonna check it after. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, oh my god! But yeah, have you used it as a bit of a coping mechanism? Was I think? I think so. You know, I think it's just a part of me and. I think, like, there's so much that goes on in our life. Life is so 
transitional, uh, so many different periods, who you were two years ago to who you are now, our health, our image, everything, you know, where we want to be. And I think, like, if this is it, if this is what we have, yeah, let's just embrace it with some joy. Let's just embrace it with some love, experiences and memories. Uh, it's memories that that are one of the most key things that you must create. And in those memories, it will bring love. That's continuous little gems of laughter. That is continuous. That's little medication right there. You could just draw back on a memory and remember that period, that nostalgia. Oh, yeah. I lo- I mean I love laughing. I love going to see com- like comedians. I love comedy shows. I just can't wait till we can do it all live again. Babes, and, and the world opens up. You're a bit. gonna have a ticket to my show front yes! row. I'm so excited. Right, are you are you planning this one woman show again? Are you getting back out there with Tour and Judy? What could what can we look forward to? We're looking for I've got some TV shows coming up as well. Um, and I've got uh, definitely one woman which I'm in the process of writing and so on. Um, I'm actually, you know, writing a few little bits at the moment and it, it will be a nice one hour, maybe a bit longer than one hour. Um, we've probably one hour supporting that touring around the UK. So I'm really excited. <sighs> Oh, that is that is super exciting. I just want the world to open up. I want to have brunch. I want to go and see you live. Yes. I want to see me friends. I want to hug people. Like, I'm so excited, Judy. I'm so excited. Okay, as long as one <laughs> of us, as long as both of us don't come back pregnant, I think we should be all right, babes. We just got <laughs> oh, fingers crossed, mate. Leg, Maybe legs be ever in my favour. Legs crossed, babes, not fingers. Okay, fingers is what gets us in the problem in the first place. Still. That's where I've been fucking going wrong with the energy. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Oh, my. Listen, I can't let you go without talking to you about loose women because we share that in common. I was on the panel, God... About, probably about five years ago now, right. but I do remember it as being like such a lovely experience. Mm. Are you enjoying it? I am enjoying it. I mean, especially throughout this period, you know, yeah. they've done so much to keep us safe and, you know, get us in and, and keep us working and keep us entertaining people at lunchtime. And, and it's been phenomenal. And, you know, last year, October, obviously, we had the first black ever full yeah. black panel um, on the channel and on the show. Iconic. 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 And it was yes. awarded. It was awarded. We res- we won um, a Royal Television Society Award uh, for that episode. And it's, so it's the support of the whole, all of the women and the whole team mm. behind. And 
you know, I, you know, when I first started and being so nervous, you know, it's just the women that said, you know, who's been there for 10, 20 years saying, don't yeah. worry, if you don't understand this, you can throw the question to us or helping me with a question or helping me with my answers, being a bit nervous, just calming me down. They're pros at this. They're pros. Yeah. So those women, you know, it, it's been it's been a beautiful journey and loose women, all of us. We won this award, and that's what's beautiful. It is like a little family, though, isn't it, Judy? When you're there, it is. You're just you're discussing parenting, dating, (laughs) relationships, recipes, all sorts of things. Best tummy tucker girdle, like you know, you're all (laughs) all kind of stuff. Do you know what I mean? As these eyelashes look good, this like just so much different stuff. It's fantastic. I look forward to going out with them, going on holiday with them, and spending more time with them. We had a little boozy brunch once, I remember, and me and Katie Price ended up quite tipsy, as I seem, as memory serves. But it's so lovely to sometimes just kick your shoes off and see them in a bit of a social situation, isn't it? Because on that panel, it can get intense. Yes, you know, I look forward to us kicking our shoes off. If I'm honest with you, I kick my shoes off even when I'm sitting there looking all nice and pretty. My crusty <laughs> toes are out underneath there. Honest to God. <laughs> They'll get a picture of them and everything. Kay's the worst. Kay will always get a picture of me with my shoes off. I love her to be. But it's like, yeah, they can be intense because we have we have serious, real conversations. They're funny at times, but we're honest with what we're feeling, what we're what we're doing, and people don't see the support outside on off air. Do you know what I mean? Mm. The things we're dealing with off air, they don't see all of that. Um, so you know, and everyone has their own opinions. So having your opinions in a safe space with other women who are just as powerful in their own light, of course it would be intense. But it's always love at the end. But then I do, I think it's nice, like in the same way that there are so many different demographics and so many different age ranges of women watching, like they're finally, it's inclusive and there are going to be different opinions when you get a group of strong women together who are vocal. Um, And that's nice because people watching at home can feel represented. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think they do feel represented and I think... That episode that won the award was was what that was what that was put forward for. I think that's why it was picked out because yes, it was for black women, but there's been women from all different backgrounds that have at times felt marginalised or felt that their voice wasn't heard. You know, whether yeah. that's from a white single mother, whether that's from a working class woman, whether that's someone, like we said, who's business savvy, but people just don't see her as maternal, you know, whether that that's someone that has been married from a young age and hasn't been able to explore who they are. So that episode was probably letting them feel like, wow, like even I might be different to what society would deem as right. um, Mm -hmm. My voice can be still heard. And that is a message that we need to be reiterating more and more to our women. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Judy, it has been such a pleasure talking to you today. And I know that everyone listening is going to feel so empowered, so warm, so fuzzy, and just really, really like, oh, I don't know, just happy after listening to this. You've you've just got a nice way about you, haven't you? Oh, thanks, babes. Thanks. Oh, mate. Uh, don't say anything I don't mean. Um, here at Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2, before we get our, we let our lovely guests go, we always ask you to impart a couple pearls of wisdom on our listeners. And hearing you talk today, it feels as though you've achieved so much, yet you've still got so much you, else you want mm. to do. You're super ambitious, you're super driven, you're a real feminist icon as far as oh. I'm concerned. Um, and it feels as though there's been one obvious driving force throughout all of that, and it was your mother's influence. 
I just want to know what your secret is to making your mum proud. Oh, without crying. I think my secret to making my mum proud is encompassing all that she's, you know, gone through, uh, didn't get to do, didn't opportunities she didn't get to take and understanding that the areas where she had pain or she had difficulties that is not necessarily my story and that those things that she has gone through was a sacrifice to open a space for me to be able to grab on opportunities so for me making my mother proud was really understanding who she was um yeah you know what her aim was for me as her child and using that to now know that I have that that platform in the sense that just being born here um the platform in the sense of the teachings that she gave me as a as a young child as a young black girl living in the UK living anywhere in the world that I'm enough and that I must use that to continue being my authentic self and and I think that although she's not here to tell me I definitely feel her presence and I think sometimes the hard work I just keep going is because I crave to hear her tell me she's proud of me. And, you know, it, it's it's such a hard feeling when you've lost someone and you want to hear that. You can't hear it from her, but I definitely, definitely feel it without crying. I definitely feel it. And if there's one thing I think that pushes me to make her proud, my mum had a lot of strokes, you know, and yeah. we talked about being the strong woman. And it's really made me think about, my health, even though I'm plus size, plus size to who, but I'm plus size. I think about... Fucking, you're fabulous. Just <laughs> remember, about, you're fucking fabulous. Thank you. I think about my health. I think about when I'm tired, taking the time out. She didn't. I think about how much it is to your friends or family as well and and laying that foundation for my children and other generations. So that's how, that's my secret to making my mum proud being my authentic self, looking after myself first so that I can continue building some form of legacy and foundation for my children and the next generation ahead. Oh, Judy, like I know I didn't know your mum and I'm really trying to word this in a way that doesn't sound condescending at all or patronising, but like just speaking as another woman, I would I would struggle to find anyone who wasn't proud of you. Oh, thank you, Beth. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to end on that note. We're all going to reach for the tissues. We can't cry. <laughs> we, can't, we, we can't start crying like it's a Friday night and we're dickless and we're just looking into the bottom of our wine glasses saying, girl, I should have stayed with Tony. Like, I mean, should I call him? Should I call him? And you're like, no, you shouldn't call him. And I'm like, I'm going to call him. And you're like, no, I don't know what accent that is, girl. It, you don't need that man. You don't need him, girl. If you ever need somebody to tell him, tell you a man isn't shit, I'm the person you should call. Fucking hell, Judy. I can't wait till we're out drinking and doing that. Oh, here we come. Here we come. The world's going to watch out, Army. Oh, Thank you so much for being a guest today. You're just absolute Thank delight. Thank you. You are such a vibe, my sweetie. You are such <laughs> a vibe, my sweetie. Thank you so much for having me. Fantastic podcast. Judy Love, everybody. Woo! Woo! Well, guys, that was Judy Love, and I think we'll all agree that was it was like a mother's hug, wasn't it? Oh, what a woman. 
What a lovely woman. If you love Judy and you want to listen to more of her after this podcast, she's a regular guest on the Loose Women panel. Also, you heard she's got a tour coming up. So I suppose follow her on Instagram and stay tuned. What a wonderful guest. She's just made me feel all soft and gooey inside. Ah. So that was Beauty Practice in the Secret 2. And if you are enjoying listening, guys, please do the right thing. Tell your mates about it. Leave a review. Do all of the right podcasty things. And if you have anything to add, send us an email, Podcast at gmail.com. Let us know if there's a guest you want to have on. Let us know if there's anything we can do to make your listening experience better. Because we're here for you at the end of the day. <laughs> have a really good week, guys. I'm off to fucking call me, ma'am.